Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wicker Biscuit. Boy, oh boy, are you in for a treat. I know that this was a fun one to make. Yes, we were all getting a little more comfortable by this episode and finding our rhythm. What's with this we shit? You were not there, Amanda. Well, I was there in spirit. I had very important things going on at that time, as you will hear in the pod. True. The biggest change that we have now is we have a way for you to shout back at us. Now, you can reach out to us with any feedback or show ideas or things you really, really want for Christmas. I can't make any promises, but at least we can put in a good word with St. Nick. And if St. Nick's not around, we can just reach out to the elves directly. We all know it's really the elves who are the brains of the operation. Santa's basically just eye candy. Unlike Santa, you won't be able to use snail mail to reach us, but you can email us at wickerbiscuit at gmail.com. Also, we have our Facebook page and our Instagram page. For every episode, we'll have a corresponding post where we put links and pictures and any other media that we reference in the episode so you can see what we're talking about. Links to the Facebook page and the Instagram page will be posted in the show notes. Please subscribe so you can stay up to date with everything Wicker Biscuit. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome! Oh, feels good to be back again! Starting out the pod, nice and fresh. And first I'm going to start with introductions, so who do we have here? Hey, it's Carl this evening. We got Carl, who else we got? Ryan. Ooh, who else? I was, I was gonna say I was gonna more. say something clever, and then it just didn't come I to know, me. I so waiting. I just I was stopped. like, I'm tins and needles. This is Courtney. Hey, Courtney. And Tiffany. And Tiffany. So we got a small crew tonight. Who are you? Well, I'm Gary. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, Jesus. It's really important to uh, you know always, you know, it is yourself. I appreciate that. I don't want to be left out. So I, you know what? Thank you guys mm-hmm. for bringing me all in. Um, let's start this out with just some chit chat. How is everyone? Kind of good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Can't complain too much. Gosh, it's so funny. Like when we start to get ready for these, we always kind of have a concept, but then we kind of chit chat about like the day. We have some silly stuff. Yeah, and then we talk about adult stuff. Well, let me tell and then you. We come around to silly stuff again. Yeah, so. let me tell you my fun silly thing that I've been dying to share with you guys. Ooh, so today before the pod, uh, I stopped at Burger King to get some supper for me and Seth. So I went to Walmart and I got this nifty table. So I'm really excited about this table. But then also, I'm like, oh, let's go to Burger King. And the ladies, she goes, okay, here's your, your, you know, here's your drinks. And now it's going to be a wait because we're, there's a wait on the, the chicken nuggets. And I, to me, I, I don't care. But right away, she like pulls out these Burger King crowns. And she's like, here you go, as if to give me that for the wait. <laughs> I'm like, is that is that a thing now? To, to apologize for the wait, I'm going to give you a Burger King crown? And then I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm an adult lady. But then I'm also thinking, how the fuck did you know I wanted a crown? <laughs> so, <laughs> Last time it oddly, we went, Ryan got a crown. I did. Yeah. Oh. I did. But it, it oddly did. At first I thought it was ridiculous. And there was this whole loop of thinking it's ridiculous, then thinking it's great, and then thinking it actually did make me happier that I have you, to wait I honestly, a crown. I honestly have no problem with the fact that so many companies are trying to market to our age group. Yeah. With like nostalgia yeah. stuff, like Burger King looks like the Burger King of our childhood again. I mm-hmm. think good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes I'm all me for happy. It. <laughs> but that was my thing. It was it was random. It was weird, but it made me smile. And I, yeah, I just thought I'd share mm-hmm. that with you guys. So I got two Burger King crowns upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked. <laughs> oh, anything else that you guys have fun come up that you want to share? I just I, had a huge yawn, but I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I have a. A buttered biscuit. No, but no, no. I'm, I'm gonna, Biscuits no, are for no. later. This is just general. Just, like, no, save your I biscuit. know, but I have another one, a story today. 
Let's hear it. So it's Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh, yes, yes, it is. Yes. So they bring us cookies and cake and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but today they brought in a bus, a pizza bus. Oh. Ooh. It's like a oven pizza bus. I don't know. Either way. It it's was, like a food truck bu- in a bus. Yeah. Okay. A red bus. A red bus. That was very distracting for my students all day. Anyway, so I go down and get my pizza. And the lady working inside, it says, oh, I've heard about you. What? <laughs> and immediately, like, oh, uh, hi. And, she, and then they, they, they're like, oh, this is so-and-so's mom. Oh. I was like, oh, great. He's a great kid. Love this kid. And she goes, he loves you. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so nice. She, she's like, he loves you because you roast the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. I don't really remember roasting that kid, but all right. Yeah, my, by far my favorite compliment I've ever gotten from a parent. You, you know what, though? The teacher, there were teachers that, like, either they were young enough to see through all the bullshit or they were old enough to see through all the bullshit because I had a teacher in sixth grade. There was a girl who, I, it was weird because a lot of my bullies in middle school were girls because I don't know if they just. Oh, I think that makes sense, to be honest. They would, um, this one girl, she, one day specifically, she kept walking behind me and going, faggot. Ugh. So, like, the third time I elbowed her and she was like, ah. And she went up to the teacher and she's like, Ryan hit me. And he's like, who hit you? And I just said, I did, because I was going to say, and this is why. And before I even had a chance, he goes, oh, good. Did she deserve it? Because <laughs> he knew she was a little bully. And so he yeah. was like, he's oh. not good. And she's like, I'm going to go down to the office and get you fired. And he's like, all right, all right, you have a hall pass. <laughs> because yep. it was like, what are you going to do, little bully girl? And then she moved away and I never got to like see her get hers and whatever. Mm-hmm. But We'll bleep it, but just tell me who it was. You know. I don't. You know. Well, I could guess, but... It was a guy, an old man, and you knew his daughter. No, 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 I know the teacher. I'm talking the kid. Oh, I don't think you know her. Okay. No, I, I know it was a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I no. just think, like, teachers who teach the kids how to be held accountable. Oh, my God, it's so hard. I think... But I think that's the one of the greatest lessons of going from youth to adult is you have to know what your words and actions can have like they, they can have an impact and even like the most flippant you know menial thing can have such a ripple on everything but it's actually a good segue into it, our is. Topic. it is a good segue so the topic for today is things that surprised you about getting older or another way of putting it is things if we told you when you were a kid like hey this is what getting old is really like you'd be like what the heck? Don't sign me up for that crap. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Carl, would you like to start us off? Oh, it's funny because like I was I was thinking, obviously, we, we talk about getting older and we Ryan and I always say like there's stuff that we never knew. Like no one told us this part of getting old. Um, but I, I guess and, I was thinking. And let's just say we're using the term old relatively because yeah. we're not super old, but we are well, no. well into 30s. our adulthoods. Yeah. yeah. Early 40s. We're all dancing yeah. that line of 40. We'll yeah. just put it at that. Yeah. And for us that do consider ourselves the zennials of that kind of thing, I was thinking some of my things might like date us, but thinking about my childhood or thinking about going into adulthood, but I've been doing a lot of interviews lately mm-hmm. um for hiring for my my place of employment and okay so not going to interviews but actually you're conducting I'm them. conducting the interviews yeah. but it was interesting because i'm interviewing people but i'm also working with people and you start talking about aspects of the job and you start looking at people's resumes and you start thinking about how times have changed just in such a short period of time we've gone to such a computer desktop laptop even tablet phone-based system that 
you know, I, I think back, we were talking yesterday as I was preparing for today's interview about just the idea of punching in at your desk. And some one of the other employees had said, Carl, you know, it's kind of a bummer. I never got to use a, a, a punch card. Like I never got to use the time clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I did. Like my first, <laughs> my first job at a Dairy Queen, we had a time clock that you'd yeah. actually punch the card in. And I honestly think the first year that I actually worked for Sears back in the day, we had those before we went to like a swipe card. But it's just so crazy to think like I've been in the workforce for, you know, 20 plus years and this kid had this dream of what that work would look like. That, and you like picture like cartoons. A and big thing of what I talk about with a, being an adult and how much of a, uh, I think, I don't know if all adults go through this, but like when you're a child, you see the adult world. And when you get to be an adult, that adult world no longer exists. <laughs> so you never really feel like you achieve adulthood because never got to punch a time clock like my mom did or, you know, stuff like that. And that kind of, I think, is partly why our generation always says, like, I don't really feel like a grown-up. I thought there was a point where you were like, hey, this is adulthood and now I'm a grown-up and I know all the stuff. And it's like, no, it never happens. Apparently Mm -hmm. all the adults ahead of us could fake it really well. They didn't know what was going on either. (laughs) Well, but also think of, like, how fast things have changed now. Like, in the 1800s, it didn't change that fast. Sure. You know, farming was farming for a long quite time. a while. And then in my dad's youth, we went from landing on the moon to having computing power that can do that in a key fob. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Carl, I love the way your brain works. Same. I do, because mm-hmm. you, you take things from such a different view than from what I did. Oh, my God. Sometimes it drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love because it, it, having these people around us is what makes the world better. You get a well more well-rounded view of everything. Things that I wouldn't have thought of, you bring up. And I just wanted to compliment what you bring to the pod. No, it's amazing because sometimes we'll be watching something together and then I will say something about it. And his response <laughs> makes sense, but it's so out of left field of what I just said. And it's like... How did you, you get company. there? Like, I think we are just opposite brain. So sometimes it's just his response. I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, but what? Because <laughs> I didn't think about any sort of like work stuff and like the skills change, but you're so right. It's no. it's crazy how different. I always like looking at the whole forest. Yeah, yeah well, you're I, a big like, picture guy. I, I, think, yeah. I think sometimes people don't have the sympathy for other generations too. Like, there's always progress, but like we've kind of leapfrogged in the last mm-hmm. 30 years. Yeah. And so the idea that like our parents or our grandparents, yeah, they're confused because I think about this even with just basic, like say you have a laptop and you have the same laptop for 10 years and you get a new one. There've been so many weird mini steps forward, but if you skip those 10 steps, it's like, I have no clue how this works anymore. Mm -hmm. Even though icons on things and like with phones and not having buttons anymore. Oh yeah. It's like the things that are just symbols now. It's like, but if you missed the two steps that got from the word to the symbol, you're lost. You're like, I don't know what that means. Oh yeah. Like in the early days of the laptop, people that saw the trackpad, they're like, what? I know what a mouse is. Don't, <laughs> I'm not an idiot, but what is this? But yeah. And it, and now everybody just looks at the trackpad and they're like, oh yeah, that's a trackpad. You can buy a trackpad for a desktop that just, you know, sits separate and... I will also say that I think that because of where we're at and the technology changing, it makes us more adaptable to technology changes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I am a person, and I think a lot of my 
peers in this age range are that will just try to push buttons until I figure it that out. That is the yep. comment I actually made yesterday when I was thinking about interviewing someone. I said, I know what I want to do. So if I can figure that out, mm-hmm. that is where I get through technology now. Mm-hmm. Like if I can, I know what I want to accomplish, that's where I'll, I'll play around with the tools. I'll get help from someone who does is familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I won't just sit there and go, oh my gosh, I, I can't figure this out. Like to me, I want to be engaged with technology, but it does, it, for me, it has to be purposeful because I don't think that I'm just regularly kind of geared for that. Yeah. But, well, it's like when my mom or dad calls and they're like, I don't, I just, my mom called me last week. I accidentally archived the message and it's for a call and we need to return it. I don't know what I did. And like, I didn't also, I had no idea what to do. So I opened up my own phone and I went to the thing and I was like, oh, just blah, blah, blah. Well, she's like, how do you know that? I was like, I just tried, tried it. it. Yeah. Like, well, why can't you, you know, just try it? You know, it's funny too, changing technology. I've, I've heard about a thing on like the TikTok world called the millennial pause. Oh, yeah. And they think it's so funny that people our age, like when we start recording, we always wait like a second before we start. And I think I can tell you exactly why. Because when I used to record with my videotape camera, when you hit record, it didn't just start recording. You had to wait a second for it to start. And if you were doing like a music video and you needed it to match up, you had to like incorporate for that second. So it's so funny to me that there's just physical evidence of, yeah, because that's how we learned to record stuff. You had to like press it and then like the wheel had to turn for a second and you're like okay now record because mm-hmm. you tell your friends all the time well let me push the button or wait a second before you start talking or it's going to cut off the beginning in fact i try not to do the pause when i do a tiktok and usually i skip it misses part of it so like i still need it i don't care what these young kids say. you should make an extra long millennial pause that should, <laughs> should be just thing. Like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> well, longer than that just stretch it mm-hmm. just it's a three-minute TikTok, and I'll do two or two minutes of just sitting there. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. I think it's a good time to transition to the next one. Ryan, do you got something for us? All right. So one thing you could have told young child Ryan about being an adult that I would not have believed would be that someday you're going to have a lot harder time being comfortable. <laughs> Because I think back to being a kid and like even a teenager and watching a movie and I could like sit in a folding chair sideways in my bedroom because the way my bedroom was set up, I had a really big long dresser and my TV was on the end and I had a folding chair on the end of it between like the wall and, and I would, I could sit there and like friend, there'd be two friends sitting on my bed and we'd watch a whole movie that way. I can't imagine sitting upright or, you know, I need to, like, lay back. I need to be cushioned. I need to be all comfy. Do you remember, like, hanging upside down with your, like, legs over something? But, like, Watching. your back against the front of a couch or front of a chair or mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I can yes. do that either. And I, I told Gary earlier, like, I would lay on the floor in the living room with a mirror and watch TV through the mirror because I thought that was fun. And, like, just with my head tilted up and it's like... That would never fly now. I'd be so sore <laughs> after 10 minutes. Like, oh, my neck. Oh. Well, I think... Who would have thought vertical would be such a thing? <laughs> like, as you're saying all this, I'm like, I'd be dizzy. I'd be all done. I'd be checked out. I'd be passing out. I, no. Mm-mm. Well, and what, what other thing that I've really kind of thought about, which kind of works in with that, too, is how much harder as an adult it is to, like, if I'm laying in bed and I turn the TV on, I'm like, I'm going to watch a movie. I will fall asleep. Oh, for sure. Like, it's so easy to fall asleep now. And I think teenager, I could sit and watch like three movies until three in the morning and then be like, all right, I'm going to go to bed now. I struggle in Zoom meetings, man. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird because I feel like all the stuff you're not allowed to do as a child, like stay up as late as you want. 
mm-hmm. you can do it, mm-hmm. you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like you physically can't do it anymore. And it's it's just the 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 riddle of the whole human existence. It's like all the stuff you want to do as a kid, you're not allowed to do. And then when you are allowed to do it because you're a grown up, you can't do it anymore. And it's just like bummer. <laughs> I think about before before you continue. I just it made me think about like at our old house with the old couches. There's so many times we sat on the floor watching TV. We were watching a movie or something. Squeak a jerk. I cannot think about like just doing that anymore. I just wouldn't get comfortable sitting on the floor. And like, and I think part of the problem is I was when I was growing up. I was always told like my, my especially my grandma, my dad's side. Well, you gotta keep your back straight. Gotta have good posture. Gotta keep your shoulders back. And I was like, oh, whatever, Grandma. And now I'm like, dang, I probably would have such better posture and a better core if I listened to Grandma. <laughs> but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need to. I'm young. Blah. I'll slouch. Oh, the youth. Don't care. I mean, I'm me too. But I see it so much with my son. You know, I'll tell him something. And I'm like, this is good advice. I, Listen. <laughs> and he, it just he doesn't. I really, wanna. I really think it's like it's just the the I don't know, the curse of. The human condition is that mm-hmm. when you, when that information would be beneficial to you, you're in no way ready to hear it. And then when you know it, it's like, oh, it's too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although a little off topic, Amanda and I have found whatever we need to get through. We have this whole thing of if we can just find like this cute high school girl to tell him, then he'll absorb <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Fair point. But yeah. That's a weird creeper thing to put out on Facebook Marketplace. Looking for a young, hot girl to talk to my son. We just need you to tell him the truth. Can you please just tell him to be responsible and that he needs to clean his room? Oh, man. No. And to wash his hands. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. In my old age, I've become more paranoid about something that I, as a child, and I don't know if anybody else thinks about this or if it's just me, but I have so much anxiety about remembering... I don't know how to make to make this make sense. So I'm an only child. Mm. My mom has passed away. My dad is like the sole, you know, the mm-hmm. orb of the family. And he has all of these things. And I'm scared I'm not going to remember all of them. Like, oh, I want sure. him to post-it note things. Like, this was your grandpa's. This was, remember when great-grandma used to do all this? Or I, I, I'm so scared I'm going to forget the things that I want to pass on to my children. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I see my mom once a month, and I've realized that when we're t- together, there's there's plenty of stories in where I can tell you. She tells the same story over and over and over. But I find myself, I want to know more. I want to dig deeper, and right. I want her to tell me more. And I just realized it's because of me. Like, I want to I be able to say those stories years from now. I want right. to be able to, you know, because being an only child myself also and i'm on the opposite side of things i lost my dad when i was young Mm -hmm. but there's there's a lot of stories that i don't know that there's anyone to tell me them Mm -hmm. right you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it is important so i have told him low-key that he needs to take post-it notes and put everything like on the back of like he has a clock that's our Mm great-grandfather's You need to write down, this was great grandpa's, this is how I got it, whatever, whatever. So then I know. You know what? Towards the end, I started asking grandpa questions, and I just recorded them with my phone. And he, at that point, he didn't care. And maybe you just need to start doing that. Courtney and Gary are cousins, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we've mentioned it in other pods, but Mm -hmm. somebody's just... Yeah, so Courtney and I, um, our dads are brothers. So the whole time she's talking about her dad, I'm like... Sounds a lot like my uncle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good guy. 
Um, oh, so I can cut this or we can leave it in. But um, Amanda and I were talking recently about things we want to do with this company in podcasts. And she's thought about, well, what about having a service for people where we can come in and actually just do interviews with like old grandparents that way they'd have a good quality recording of their voice we could have like a photo album to have them go through we can record that or if there's old videos we could have a narration track that is interesting right so Mm -hmm. but it also came from we were looking at old videos of um well for uncle the the party that you skipped out on I, I did. I had PMS. Yeah. That's okay. I, I didn't <laughs> tell anybody the reason. reason. I, just, I told everyone that you had a migraine. Well, I did. You I did have a, headache, a migraine. And I had some pretty intense cramps and the flow was heavy. But yeah, she literally sends me a picture of like <laughs> from the movie The Shining where all the blood's coming out of the elevator doors. I won't be there. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. <laughs> Send Uncle my love. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And I just went turkey hunting with Uncle So I've had a lot of Putnam fun lately. It's been a good time. Yeah. When you think Putnam, you think fun. I do, Mm -hmm. to be honest. But yeah, so those are, I I don't, it really doesn't fall in the realm of podcasts, but it's a service we want to do. And I think it could be really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is one of my regrets is um, my grandfather passed away, but he was in the military for 20 years in the Air Force. And I know that he was in Korea and I know that he was on the planes that tested the atomic bombs in the wow. ocean. Like he was a journalist kind of writer person. And right. he was just one of those military people that did not talk about it. No, none of them did. It was just like loose lips sink, sink ships. You don't talk about that That's shit. It's a great, one of my favorite sayings that's yeah. on propaganda for yeah. wars. Okay, oh, yeah. That's my favorite, too, because Margaret Cho has a joke where she says something about her <laughs> vagina and says, I can sink ships. And everyone kind of laughs, laughs with my loose lips. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's fabulous. Nikki Glazer had a joke about loose lips where she's like, I have to warn people when I take my pants off, it's going to be like some old-timey guy coming before the king, and then like the, <laughs> the roll goes down. You know? <laughs> What is that called? The, the red, carpet? red carpet? No, no, no. The like the roll where it was like a That's like a scroll. Oh, the scroll. scroll. The scroll. Oh. It was like dropping a scroll and it would roll down the. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she did a much better job at telling the joke, but that's that's why she well, paid she the wrote books. it. Right. You want to give us one or should we? Um, I just no. Okay. <laughs> I I think the thing that shocks me the most about like getting old and i i my grandpa had a saying about getting old and it's not for sissies and he would always say that like if he was like struggling to get around so i knew like as you get older you start to get sore but oh my god just how sleeping wrong can ruin Mm -hmm. my whole fucking day yeah it's like Mm -hmm. my back will hurt for two days just because i slept a little funny Mm -hmm. i never would have imagined that as a kid Mm-hmm. Or know? just slept too long in the same position, right? Not even mm-hmm. uncomfortably, but you're like, "Ooh, yeah. I guess why, I didn't move why, last night." Why is it every night, no matter when it is, if I wake up at some point just for a second, I have to roll over to go back to sleep? I can't just go back to sleep on that side. I have to flip the other way, and then if I wake up again, same thing. Like, oh, I've got to roll over. And there's like a secret number of hours that you can sleep. If you sleep too much, you have a headache. You sleep too little, yes. you have a headache. There's like this yeah. fine line. For me, it's a fine line of if I'm going to be groggy. If I sleep too mm, little, yeah. I'm obviously tired. If I sleep too much, then all I want to do is sleep right. more. And it's like, yeah. where's the sweet spot? But I know what you mean. Like, 
part of me, my body's like telling me, it's fun to sleep in. Let's sleep in. And then I know, like, you're going to have a headache later. Uh huh. Seven hours. Yeah, seven hours. It's my magic. It's a weird thing because, but I can do nine. Mm hmm. But I think my magic is, is not good. No. I think it's nine is my sound. perfect number. If I do less than five, two, di- two nights in a row, dead. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it once. Yeah. I can force myself I to I can stay still late. do a four hour sleep. How, how did I? Middle school me occasionally would like put off work, which is a problem I had growing up. But mm. so like, oh, this project's due. So I will stay up all night and do it. And right. Then, and like be at school. And I'd be a little giddy, but I was fine. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's like. I would probably oh, die. Were you fine? You know, I think I was. Yeah, because I because I wasn't tired. You know I was how many just times kinda... I did something like a late night project for like forensics or something. It went to two or four a.m. Yeah, and I was pretty functioning at school the next day. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's it's crazy. I think the last time I did that, I mean, I did it in college too, and the college one was hilarious because it was a big long paper, and I I really do need the pressure to mm-hmm. focus sometimes. Um, but I stayed up all Deadlines night. Deadlines helped me. Yeah. I, I stayed up all night, did that paper. I was in the computer lab for 13 hours, minus when I went to the bathroom and I think ate food. But um, I loved that 24-hour lab. I basically lived there. <laughs> um, and the thing was, the paper was due and like there were presentations, but you didn't... like I. The paper was due on the same day for every every student, but the presentations were scheduled. Mm-hmm. So my presentation wasn't until the next class day. So like I turned in the paper on a Tuesday. I had to do the pre- presentation on Thursday. So I got the paper all done, turned it in, watched the three or four people present that day, came back on Thursday, did mine, and the professor gave me like two points off. She goes, because you seemed really tired. I was like, um, <laughs> no, that was on Tuesday. <laughs> Today I'm fine and fully rested. <laughs> points off because he seemed tired she was a very interesting professor mm-hmm. and my friend who's a professor hated her and whenever i talk about her she goes oh i'm glad she retired she was such a bitch <laughs> but it was one of those things i don't know why for whatever reason that professor loved me mm-hmm. but she was such a and she was a weird woman and she was kind of a bitch but she was so nice to me all the time i had her for two classes and like i could do no wrong okay and i always think that's weird because it was never anything i did or said i just she knew a professor who knew me, so then she automatically was like, oh, I like this Ryan character. Well, I like this Ryan character, too, so I can relate. <laughs> Has but, anybody in their old age developed a nighttime routine? Or I shouldn't, I have to stage mm-hmm. my yes. bedside. There's water. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's yeah. some mm-hmm. sort of cough drops, because you never know if you get that little bit of tickle, yeah. and you need a good lozenge in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. And then you got the Tums. It's like this whole bedside. Oh, I have chapstick and a diffuser oh, yes. instead. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't have all that, but I do need water. Because mm-hmm. I like I yeah. and I will definitely get up to pee at least once, if not twice, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. And part of it is like, oh, my cats need food too. Because Charlie will <laughs> climb on me and need me hard until I get up. And sometimes I don't know. Because he'll do that, and I'll get up to go to the bathroom, and when I go by the food dish... Should we just establish that Charlie's a Charlie cat? Charlie is a cat, So yes. he just Sorry. doesn't need you hard. So <laughs> the, in the kneading, you mean like pawing, like yes. kneading dough. Yeah. Yeah. Not making biscuits. Makes, he makes biscuits on my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, it's my bicep. He loves... And like, it's just... I, think well, I can relate. We all love our biceps. Yeah. Yes. They're so mushy these days, but that's what he likes. That's why I like but them, But I'll too, walk past I... the food dish, and there's food in there. It's like, I think he just literally wants me... To get up and walk through the kitchen, and then he's like, "Thanks, that's all I needed. You can go back to sleep now." It's like when a little kid, it's like they don't need any more toys, but they just want that excitement of "Daddy bought me a toy" because he loves me. 
So it's like I, I have no. I don't need that. food. I still in the, feel that way. Don't need food in the dish, but I just need Daddy to get up like he's gonna get me something. Well, I don't think their brains understand the difference between me just like walking past the dish or me actually pouring food in it. It's sure. Like, oh, the food is here. Right. So he just he just wanted you to know that you love him enough to get him a treat. Or I'm almost exhausted by the nighttime routine. Mm. Like because there are those regular kind of things. Mm-hmm. I also have nighttime medication that I take. Oh yes. And then. Ryan, I remember when he first discovered that I wash my face every night and every morning with Noxzema. <laughs> and he was like, what? Because <laughs> I do it every night. Like, there'd and be times when I was... skin, I no, will say. When I was younger, I'd like, you'd forget to brush your teeth sometimes, like, as a teenager, but mm-hmm. never, never forgot to wash my face. I, I can add on to this, actually, with a... If you told young Tiffany... Mm-hmm. That this was happening, uh, this would blow her mind. When I get ready for bed, it's like almost an hour and a half before I'm actually going to be in bed. Yes. Yes. Because I make sure that I have everything ready for my lunch for for work. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I fill up my water bottle. I go upstairs and I pick out my clothes for the next day. I brush my teeth. I floss. I make the bed because I make that before I go to bed. Don't ask. I don't know. Um, That's good, though. It keeps yeah. bed bugs away. Yeah, it does. The, well, no, no, how do you make the bed before you go to bed? Um, so when I get out of bed in the morning, I just, you know, throw back the covers and greet the singing birds. Sure. Um, and then right before I go to bed, I will adjust the sheet and blanket. Oh, okay, so okay. It's, it's I'm more with you comfortable. Now. I thought, like, you were saying, like, you fully make up the bed like one does in the morning, but you do it right before you sleep and then rip the covers off. And I was thinking, well, what's it's the point? It's almost like that? it. No, I mean, yeah. that's what Carl and I do. Like, yeah. And my friend Kathy always said, oh, no, I have to make the bed in the morning or else I have a bad day. She's like, that's how I start my day. And I mm-hmm. thought, I, I no. just don't mm-hmm. see the point. I can't. <laughs> to me, it always it. just seemed like wasted effort. Like, I get it. And I don't disrespect or judge anyone who does it. But to me, it was just like, what's the point? To, well, I, I mean, I get the point. But to me, it was just a wasted effort thing that I don't want to do. So I, I don't make my bed in the morning. I make it if I know people are going to come over and be do in my room. before you get in the bed? See, I'm uncomfortable if I don't do oh, that. Oh, yeah. It has to be lined up right for well, me. Well, yes. see, and Carl, the, the, the top sheet So this sheet is more gets, adjusting it than yeah, the making top, it. The top sheet gets so twisted, twisted around. and messed up that mm-hmm. when we're, like, getting ready for bed, and it's like, I have to, like, flip the sheet all the way around. I think, what do you do in the middle of the night? Apparently I'm breakdancing <laughs> in my sleep. Remember when you had that voicemail that you were dancing on the ceiling? Yes. I love yes. that. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's a it's a product of having undiagnosed ADHD for most of my life and knowing that I would rather sleep in the morning. Yeah. And so when I I, yes. yeah, I call it doing favors for future Tiffany, and I tell this to my kids oh, all the time. Oh, that's a great. That idea. makes a lot of sense. So so instead of being frustrated in the morning that I don't have all the stuff together, I do favors for future Tiffany tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that a lot. I have this thing at my at nighttime the routine, and it, I know it drives Amanda crazy. But um, once I get that thing where I'm tired, I have to go to bed. And then she's just like, well, somebody's got to let the dog out. And it's like, we've crossed that bridge. I got to go to bed. And the reason is, is because I know that if I stay up past where that window where I'm groggy, then I'll get my second wind. And I will literally lay in bed just staring at the ceiling for an hour. Mm -hmm. So I can't do that hour routine. When it hits me, it's like, nope, I got to go to bed now. Um, And that's... Yeah, it drives Amanda crazy, and I do feel bad about it, but there's nothing I can do. Otherwise, it's like, if you keep me up any longer, I won't be able to fall asleep until 
midnight. And that's just the way it is. I do think now it's, I'm almost trained to myself. Sure. So now I know once I lay in bed and watch TikToks, it's time for bed. Do you at least have the, the blue filter on? So I always do. Good. I never take that off. No, it, 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 that's not a bad idea. Uh, the phone is so bright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, obnoxious. See, I'm the opposite where like my mom always has her screen turned way down and she's like, here, look at this. And I'm like, I can't see it, mom. I need the can't with the phone to give off some light. Yeah, no, I'm like, turn it down. I'm a vampire. No, I do turn mine down late at night, though, when I'm going to sleep because I it's the same kind of like, oh, I'm blinded. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to see how long it would take. It's for, for all those I out saw there. It a long I, time got, ago. Well, I, yeah. I put something crazy up on the screen just to see, if, see when people would notice and chuckle. I just love the last part. Like, or a gay. What does that mean? <laughs> Apparently, if you're gay, you're a crotch monger. How do I will you take. Hoard I will crotch- take crotches. I will take that title. I don't know. See, a fishmonger is a Someone person that sells fishes. So I think you add monger to the crotches. end of it. It's somebody who. By sells the way, we are that. looking at the word crotch monger. Someone who. Or someone how hoards yeah, crotches? Or yeah, that. it was. Or Urban okay. dictionary isn't always the most. No. Uh, <laughs> reliable speller get that cursed item away from my crotch monitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we're cute <sighs> um that the getting ready for bed routine taking an hour i don't have mine isn't so much a routine like that it just seems like carl and i will say like oh let's get ready for bed because i gotta work early in the morning so i'm gonna try to go to bed around 10 and somehow I'm tucking in at like 11, 15. Yes. I'm like, how did this take so long? We didn't do mm-hmm. anything. Agreed. Just account for that hour now. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And speaking of not doing anything, I thought when I was going to hit adult level and I'm married or whatever, I thought there'd be so much more sex there. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. You don't have time. No, there's shit to do. There's priorities. And you need sleep. Well, you need sleep. And like that's when I watch Melrose Place. Like that's what they do. Like when like this character is dating this character, every night they're like doing it, and like all night. When do you people sleep? How do you function? <laughs> I think that's the interesting thing as I got older too is like the idea of monogamy, and like I know that's a different topic for everyone and everyone in their own relationships. I mean, whatever, however they you know have that as part of their life. I just thought like yeah, everyone's kind of taught that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, growing up in a, as a kid and being a teenager and, like, you hearing, like, oh, that couple swingers. And you're like, oh, my <gasps> gosh. <laughs> and, but it's the same kind of concept, though, isn't it, though? Like, you think about, as you're getting older, you think that all the sex is going to happen. And then you're like, ooh, swingers. And you're like, oh, they must be doing it all the time. And you're like, no. As someone who's been in a relationship... For over twenty years and been open for almost all twenty, it's not happening that often. <laughs> well, that's it's hard so enough to coordinate the two of us, let alone <laughs> right? one other person or two other people right. or whatever. It's like oh, because being an adult is yeah, yeah time consuming. consuming, and then it's hard to those uh, on the other side of the room too. You you add in a child that is the ultimate cock blocker. Oh, oh my god, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, it literally the kids are on the same floor as us now yeah. in our new house. No. Yeah, and they so, just walk in yeah. whenever they want. Yeah. And then they ask questions, dumb questions, because they know what happens. They know what's what? going on. Why was the door locked last night? 
<laughs> you I heard a weird noise coming from Christmas. your bedroom. Why well, to interrupt? How old are your children? Not to be nosy. No, no, no. Oh, they're teenagers. Question. Yeah. Okay, so they're they're probably in the realm. Like I oh, believed when I was a teenager that my parents probably at least I think I forced myself to believe that they weren't having sex anymore. Yeah. But I'm in know. that realm. Like when when I was a teenager and my parents' door was locked. Even though in the back of my head I kind of knew, I like pretended like no, they don't do that. They're just wrapping. And then Christmas also presents. there was just me just not giving a care because I'm like they need to know how much of a bitch <laughs> is being right now. <laughs> this is very necessary. <laughs> no. So yeah, as I'm looking back, I was a dick of a cock blocker, but um, yeah, kids, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I, just time. Luckily, I think yeah. it's also just how much they exhaust you. Yeah, you have no urge at the end of the day because mm-hmm. the mental just exhaustion and from dealing pets, with them. Some days it's like, oh, yeah, pets. Don't yeah. don't wake up the dog, honey. Oh, <laughs> like a cat's on us, useless. Like you can't do anything exactly. because you don't want to disrupt them. Uh-huh. So yeah, any naked time you're like, right. I'm really comfortable right now. How long it's been since we've showered together? We used to do that all the time. Now I it's know. like it's been it's at like, least three years for me. I go to like get in the shower and Carl's done already. I'm like, it's oh, so weird. Okay. Mm. And you think about your younger years and you think about all that like as you're just adolescence to teen years into early adulthood, you think about just all that sexy fun to be had. And it's like, why why isn't it happening now? <laughs> I would say that my husband and I had a, a lovely little resurgence about ten years in. Yeah, that was very nice. And I actually remember one of my employees saw a hickey on my neck. And she was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Did it correspond with the Fifty Shades of Grey coming out?" Because we had a fling during that. Time too. <laughs> um, it was like the resurrection of the sex. You know. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe I should I should do the math. Maybe we I just need to have a gay smut. version of that. Maybe that's what I'll... That, that horrible book your mom bought for Christmas. Yes, yes. <sighs> I was thinking... Okay, so I did have the serious one to start this whole thing, but... Sure. I was thinking about music. Like, yeah. I was thinking about... I don't think we've totally hated people for being nostalgic. Like, Ryan and I really appreciate the people I, that collect... This is, mm-hmm. this is my and, thing and with... And love, truly love things. This is my thing with nostalgia, because I am a big... And maybe it's just the way my brain is wired, but, like... Like I'm obsessed with things from my childhood and like things like, like that's my safe place. Like life mm-hmm. was so easy when I was mm-hmm. 10, 11, 12. Like, so that era is like, oh, that was such a perfect time in my life. And so like living in the house I grew up in is such a like comfort, but it's like part of it is like I get nostalgic, but I'm, I'm anti-nostalgia when it's the idea that you hold the things up from your growing up and like act like the stuff today is bad or it's okay to prefer your stuff. But like, and this comes from being a big comic book nerd and watching people who like love the 50s superman and i'm in a facebook group where we talk about how great the show is i hate the people who can't elevate the show without saying how like no no superman's ever been this good since then like that's not cool so like carl and i have like a lot of nostalgia discussions about how like there's good nostalgia and then there's fake nostalgia where you convince yourself life was so much better than life's always good and always crappy like Mm -hmm. that's that's the right. world and like I, I i i'm glad we actually mentioned all of that because i think art and culture that's the thing i i guess i always thought i was going to be that person that was hip and always like i'm always interested in the new thing mm-hmm. and i find myself being the exact people we always saw like 
we always wonder what oh they just listen to music the same music they did when they grew up but here we are doing the same damn thing and i i, I sometimes i'm in awe because i'm going okay i'm listening to some something that happened 20 years ago mm-hmm. 30 years ago mm. 40 years ago 50 years ago, <laughs> 60 years ago, 70 years ago. I'm listening to, like, because these are the songs I grew up with. Mm-hmm. They create that feeling in you. And it is. I think it is that connection. And I, I, I seriously start listening to new stuff, and I'm like, what is this? And I think, how did I get to be that old? Like, mm-hmm. I always thought I would, you know, be relevant and see and understand the new, and it's it's not happening. Hey, Gary. Yeesh. You want to guess what's in my bra right now? <laughs> my guess is something that little kid you would never guess is in there. <laughs> but adult you says, oh my God, I need this in my bra. Ryan, what's in my bra? Tums. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Because <laughs> you never know when you're going to get heartburn as what, an adult. What kind of candy did you keep in there when you were younger? <laughs> well... <laughs> I, I didn't really have much need for one. I still don't. No, we no. all had those um like chewy necklaces. Ah, uh, candy right? necklaces. I, I, I used to worry like I for a little while was worried how often I took Tums. Really? Really? I really and I and I know for me it's very much the foods I eat, but I don't take the time to figure out what foods they are. I like I know I usually get heartburn from bananas, which I've been told is weird because it's supposed to do the opposite, but mm-hmm. it happens. A lot, some kind of like, like if I eat Cheerios, sometimes I get heartburn from that. And it's not like. So maybe you have like, like not total celiac, but maybe something wheat related. See, I don't know. Cause like tomatoes do it to me too. That's it's like yeah. my stomach acid is just wonky, and I and I'm like maybe I'll someday. There are days get where even checked. just tap water gives me heartburn. I, I have heartburn know. right now, <laughs> and I cannot tell you the last time I had a tums. I I could offer it to you. No, I just <laughs> but, um, it, it was remember, in a bra. You remember <laughs> as kids, you thought like it really like your heart was on fire. Well, yeah, like when I people would tell you that thing, yeah. And oh then, no, like, I can see that. I didn't have that, but I, I don't even. But now you're just like more. It's like oh, my throat's burning. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know something else that little kid me would not have believed about adult me? When I was a kid, I used to be so paranoid of, like, moles on my body. Like, I have a mole, like, under my boob, kind of. And, like, I barely see it now. Like, I don't even think about it. But when I was, like, four or five, I was like, oh, my God, I have this mole. Everyone, if I take my shirt off, they're going to see it. And I, would, I talked to my grandma, like, is there a way to get rid of moles? She goes, well, yeah, you can have the doctor burn it off. And I remember having this vision of, like... <laughs> Like yeah, like they like poke it and it would burst into flames and then like I pictured it like this perfect circle of fire going around my nipple and then like my nipple disappearing because like it burned off because they went a little higher than they should. What if they do it wrong? (laughs) But it's just weird because like even like you just get so used to seeing them that you don't see them anymore. Mm -hmm. That it's like Mm -hmm. it's just weird that like little kid me was so like I've always been a moly kid. They're gonna notice the mole on my belly button or by my belly, and they're gonna look at it and notice. And like now, it's like people don't even. Who's gonna? <laughs> you know, one thing that we talked about before starting this, and I, I don't think you were here yet. I think Carl, you were somewhere else. Carl was in a Zoom for church. But yeah, Zoom. A churchy Zoom. A church Zoom. Yeah. A like, churchy Zoom. Could never imagine that as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and we we were I could imagine that like in. College. No. Carl's going to be in a church Zoom. Yeah. This winter, we went to see a drag show. Not drag show. What was it? It was a burlesque show. Yeah. I'm still mad about um, it. Why are you mad about it? Because you didn't get to come. Mm -hmm. 
It was, oh, I love Mercury's So do I. It's your fault so for not awesome. being friends with us back. Well, <laughs> I mean, friends with were, us but. Well, yeah. let me share. At, okay, I doubt Mercury Stardust will ever hear this podcast, but, and I hope she doesn't. But, <laughs> what? <laughs> because I'm going to rat her out on something that freaked me out. Oh, fair enough. I think Gary knows where I'm I, going I with this. I know exactly where you're going with this. I do. So I was really, after, go ahead. after the show, I was very excited to meet her and talk with her and get a picture taken with her. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like, you know, kind of skating around trying to like not seem like the hokey little chick from, you know, Shatek, you know, I look at her. She takes her boots off. Actually, her. One of her partners her partner takes her, yeah. her boots off, and Mercury proceeds to throw her foot up and pick out the toe jam between her toes. <laughs> and I'm like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, bless her heart, is like, hey, Mercury, Courtney, you know, she traveled all the way from... You know, she really wants to say hi to you. And Mercury comes over and, like, just grabs me, and there's the hands... Oh, no! And the toe jam, and... I, I you didn't want to. You didn't want to be that backstage, <laughs> right? Can you help me with an assumption I've made? What is Mercury a loud person in general? Yes. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. are you saying this is the person that does do stuff with her toe jam and like picks at things and? No, but just no, that loud. Her, like, her oh. the way she talks, she's oh. loud. Yeah, she seems yeah. really loud to me. She like, had if a you very were a person. You'd be like, yeah, very yeah. big personality. And I, I, I truly, I w- love her. I watch her lives. I love her videos. I, I do. Did you see the TikTok about not buying the fake book of there's hers? A fake oh, there's book a fake? Someone is selling a book that the cover looks the same, but the title isn't, and it's like it's it's on Amazon. It's just like typed up paper. It's not even. Oh my god. Like, her book is the real book. Make sure you. She's like, because that book isn't even my book isn't even out yet. It's kind of funny to think about. When you were younger, there could be a hoax like that, and would go on and on and on. But now there's so many fact checkers that immediately it's weird how in the like the way fact checking can be so quick now and yet so many people don't bother. Mm-hmm. It's just it's weird that well, like, it, we have it, the... it's both ways. It's, it's like it's weird how fast the fact che- fact checking can happen, but also like to publish something is so quick now. And yeah. back then it would it would have taken a while to get that going. So did we speed too fast past? Uh... Foot Sorry, funk. Well, well, we did, but I, I just again, Mercury, if you hear this, I still love you, and I, I, I think you're an amazing person. Maybe take it back a notch on the toe jam, <laughs> but you're still amazing. I still love you. But afterwards, we we stayed in in Madison, mm-hmm. and then the next day, where oh, did yeah. we go, Ryan? Right, right. So this is the thing that adult us would confuse teenage us because we went to there is a little. Not really a strip mall, but like a, kind of, kind of. And the two places that are right next to each other is Vanilla Bean, mm. a bake shop, and the Adam and Eve store. Mm-hmm. And we had more fun in the bake shop. <laughs> than the <sex> store. <laughs> However, and the it, bake shop did have some dirty items that they did. Courtney did purchase. Naughty, naughty. I wasn't taste. the only one that no, purchased. No, no, I got, it. I got some dirty ones too. I got the sprinkles, their penis sprinkles, mm-hmm. and I just want you to know I bought the black ones and the white ones, nice. and the black ones were not bigger 
than the white ones. <laughs> and actually, it was the cashier that pointed that out. She's like, I would have thought the black ones would have been bigger. <laughs> but no, it was it was a lot. Of, and when we say like a baking shop, it wasn't like they had baked goods. No, it was just it was like, like pots and no, pans. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it really was cool. For, it was like for baking kitchen. enthusiasts. They yeah. had I love a good kitchen oh, store. amazing stuff. It was. No, it was amazing. I love that they place. had some measuring cups that I almost bought. But instead, I bought Wonder Woman cake toppers myself the little pans that i bought i use in my little air fryer thing and they're like the best damn pans i've ever owned and again we're talking more about the pans than anything that we ever saw at the adam i will say though the adam and eve store was a little disappointing to me as far as and this is i mean i get the way most people watch their adult entertainment now not many people you compare that place to like sex world and sex world has like three well, I don't, does sure. that still exist? Yes. Okay. Sure. I, don't, like I, don't, I don't know floors. for a fact. I, have, yeah. I don't know for a fact, but I don't know why I wouldn't. Right. But I felt like the Adam and Eve store, we walked in and it was like all the walls were lined with product and there were a few it shelves, but it was very empty. Mm-hmm. Mm. And in my mind, if I'm going to an adult store, there should be like racks and racks of porn. Mm-hmm. And, and it just really wasn't. And I don't I, know if it's like the DVDs don't sell anymore, so we don't care. I will them, say it but... was very clean. Like sometimes oh, yeah, yeah. you go oh, to these usually other very places. Clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you go to these other ones and it's like the packages are all mangled. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember at um, one of our local ones, they always had like the like the the big fake lady parts. And in the box, there was, like, the little spot where it was, like, a little mini version so you could touch it to see what it felt like. And those always looked all grimy. Because, yes. like, oh, everyone oh, and their mom was dirty oh, fingers. I would not touch that. Oh. No, thank that, you. that phrase is just wonderful when talking about a porn shop. Everybody and their mom, because, yeah. <laughs> I just, I picture people bringing their moms to There was that. a period in my early 20s where I went to Pure Pleasure, like, once a month. Mm-hmm. Just to buy it because they would do like these three packs of magazines and like three packs well, yeah. are amazing. But also, it was one of those things where when we were that age, there was very few things open at two a.m. Oh yeah, so we would Sometimes go you there just, go just to be entertained for a little yeah. bit. Sure. Yeah, go there, get some porn, then go to like a. I think we went to like some of the grocery stores and got Chinese food, like the box yeah, yeah, from yeah. Chinese. Oh, yeah. Food. yeah, and now you just need to yell into Google. Big old titties. <laughs> you mean, and I went to that store true. for very different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I I think I bought and oh, this is a great story. So recently, I was in the basement cleaning out boxes, and I found a box of a bunch of stuff from like my junior year of high school, but also very early college. And I, my thing we, is, we we own the house that Ryan grew up in. So okay. when yeah. I was a teenager i've come to realize when going through these boxes that when my grandma would like decide to clean my room she never wanted to get rid of anything for fear that it was important Mm -hmm. so like i have boxes of like oh look an old columbia house like the little stamps (laughs) like this was mostly garbage but for a long time i had this sex toy that i bought at pure pleasures called the anal amazon (laughs) and it was like this pink tube but it was like the front was like a woman like a little tiny like she had arms and legs and a face, and then like you were supposed to like put it. It was supposed okay. to feel like a butt. It did not feel like a butt. In fact, and this is what I don't think of myself as very girthy, but I could not fit in it. It's and broken I, half. I had, like, and I seriously, and I, I don't remember if I cut it so that I could get in all the way or if I broke it. I don't remember. But for the longest time, like somewhat recently, I thought, I wonder whatever happened to that because I know I had it as an early adult when I still lived at my grandma's house. 
but I don't know where it is now. But I found it in a box, so I was like, "Oh, good." So you're, it you're, did get packed away. Did it's your not like, grandma pack it away? I don't though? think so. I okay. think I did. I think like, I moved it. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, "It was in a drawer." He split it, it right in half. <laughs> Gr- grandma did know about the other literature. Oh, she did find some porn once when I was a senior in high school, and she's like, she like rearranged stuff, and then she just came and she was, and I want you to know, I did find some of those vi- those movies you have, and I don't want you to be embarrassed, but I can think of better things you could spend your money on. I'm like, oh, oh grandma, such a nice way to put that. And I remember specifically the one it was called Banging College Boys. <laughs> that's that's, that's a, a really nice way to and put then that, it, though. And then that story became true. Oh, that you banged? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, God, no. But yeah, hmm. I'm gonna pull it back to what Courtney was saying though. With we had more fun at the bake shop because, like, oh. I never would have guessed. Child me never would have even imagined how excited adult me gets when I'm like in the cooking section of Kohl's and I'm oh, just yeah. looking at the pots and pans. And I'm like, oh my god, the things I could cook with this. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I get Gary, so excited. Yeah, this is a complete secret. I mean, not with the world, but with a specific person. But I really do want to buy the square copper pants. Oh, you should. <laughs> yes, he would get so excited. Because I thought he'd think it's funny, but he could also use them and like cook with you guys. No, he's actually asked for them. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. And I've okay. told him no. <laughs> perfect. 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 Okay. I love torturing this kid. <laughs> he couldn't have a sword either, but we figured a way he to do it. Sword. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's going to yeah. be awesome. But yeah, I, I like look at a pan. And I'm like, ooh, that's a big one. I'm going to make do some bagel. I'm going to cook me some taters in that. I don't know. I get crazy. But as a kid, you're like, I don't want to freaking wash that. Like, well, yeah. The things you get excited yeah. about receiving as gifts that yeah. as a child, you'd be like, Ugh, really? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I re- recently I really got into baking stuff. So like anything baking now gets me really excited. But uh, yeah, the baking store was amazing. I got some great cookie cutters. Um, I got some... Uh, some flavoring stuff and we really need to do a madison trip mm-hmm. i we really want to go back again because there's so madison. much more stuff i want to get we can visit leah i'll walk mm-hmm. you around to all the best i places did actually get some leah. penis sprinkles too that i gave to carl because carl wasn't able to oh. go yeah yeah mm-hmm. so carl also got penis sprinkles did yeah. you get the black ones or the white ones no white ones. it was actually kind of a beige it was it, oh yeah, yeah. yeah they're kind of in the yeah. middle which is more my style like that's oh. usually who's more attracted to me so that makes sense okay well do we got any more i is have one gonna... more it's very quick yeah let's well, it's hear something it. that teenager me even even young adult me wouldn't have believed because my dad once told me like he got up every morning at 5 30 <laughs> poop at 6 a.m poop again at 8 30 and i remember thinking you poop twice before 10 a.m adult me completely understands it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pooping there's days when i do that too well it's just it's weird and like my dad and i had a joke once i said there was one time where I just kind of joked out loud that I'm like, I should start keeping a log of when I poop just to keep a track. A log of... Log log. A log log. <laughs> yeah. The log log. And my dad said, oh yeah, we, we could both do that and then we could compare to see if we poop at the same time. So then for a while we would do a thing where, like, not every time, but a lot of times if we were pooping, I would text him, T-A-S, we're taking a shit. <laughs> and there was one time we were at a wedding and I, he was in the bathroom. I went in the bathroom to poop. And so I'm in the stall and I hear my dad talking when he comes in, he's peeing. So then I text him <laughs> and his phone goes, <laughs> he goes, is that you? <laughs> like, <"Yup." laughs> no, but it is one. funny. Like, what are the triggers now? Like, I never thought as a kid I'd be thinking about pooping or like not being regular or uh-huh. I remember 
last year one time i was we were down at a friend's house down in the waukesha area and he's like oh yeah we got some of that coffee left and he's like oh no is that the coffee that like just makes you poop instantly and i'm like <laughs> what there are certain coffees that do that to me yeah, yeah and apparently that's the thing and i'll tell you even last weekend i did have some we did we had coffee at the coffee shop in town um when i was up north and the same thing happened. Like, I was like, we got back to the resort we were at, and I was like, I need to poop. Like, that coffee. Was it 8 o'clock coffee? It was <laughs> 8 o'clock? I don't know. And so now I'm thinking, man, all the adults we knew that drank coffee, like, there was a lot of pooping going on. <laughs> there was. Do, do you remember when you were kids, like, did you just have the idea that, like, literally pooping took longer? Because mm-hmm. if someone went pee, they would just go to the bathroom and they'd come right out. Mm-hmm. If they pooped, it was like, oh, 10 minutes. Or like, yeah, now that you're an adult. Magazine or whatever. Now that you're an adult, you realize it was more about like. Just taking just, a break. I'm from just relaxing. Life. I'm just going to yeah. sit on this toilet <laughs> for a little bit. Only <laughs> 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 go to the bathroom. Yeah. Sitting on this cold thing, kind of spread out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's no, no, free. No. It's, it's me time. At, my, at, like, at one of my old jobs, we had an employee restroom. And sometimes when I'd go in there, like for a quick moment, and I'd go to the bathroom, I wouldn't even turn the light on. It was just like, oh, it's so much more calming in the dark in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just sit it here. Does, and go. Isn't that what Gary calls the Amish poops? Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, I had this crazy idea of, I wonder what it would be like to poop as an Amish. So I turned out the lights and lit a candle and I just took a big shit. <laughs> and it, was, it was interesting. It was just uh, the ambiance. It was, you know, something. But it was really nice. Yeah. That would have been like late middle school me. So. It's fun. I'll own it. You know, why not? Hey, we don't deny things here. Mm-mm. That was terrifying. That was my gut. <laughs> some coffee. And yeah. what about the gas? You get older? Hi. Yeah. That was... I've always been gassy. I remember, like, initially... Are you going to bed? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'll be up in a bit. I gotta finish up my mission real quick. Go finish that mission. Do whatever you want. I've literally been doing that all night. <laughs> We're actually talking about that right now. Being adults. <laughs> doing whatever we want. Doing the damn dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like tonight, I don't want to, but I'm going to have to take the garbage out oh. to the curb. God, you've been super dad all week. I right. have a thing where if when I'm home on a Thursday and I put the garbage out, I always try to get it to the curb before Carl comes home because I don't have to try to squeeze it between the cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the, in the spring and summer, it's not so bad because no. when it's winter, you can't go around through yep. the grass. But... Yep, absolutely. Another thing that we wouldn't think we'd be talking about. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, like I never thought, I don't know. First thing when we moved to that house, I'm like, how are we going to hide the garbage cans? Why the hell would I be thinking about that? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's boring adult stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it happens. Here we are. Yeah. Living the dream. Living the dream indeed. I think this was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, especially for being so spontaneous. Yeah. Are we doing biscuits? Yeah. So let's wrap this up. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back and do our biscuits. All right. And we're back. It's time for a tisket or tasket. We're doing some wicker biscuit baskets. Yeah, so time for the biscuit basket. Carl, can you start us off? I guess my really buttery biscuit this week is that I've talked a little bit, I think, about it, but I've been doing a lot of work um, on my professional leadership kind of quality stuff. And I've been doing, I'd say for the last seven, eight months now, 
uh, maybe even a little bit longer, but really focusing in on strengths and um, just doing some discovery. Right now I'm working on Emotional Intelligence 2.0. So I'm doing this with an advisor at work and then I have some kind of mentors too that I've developed professionally. But it's really cool because it's really bleeding into my own life and I'm really enjoying it right now. So, I mean, it does have stuff to do with like the UU Church stuff too because I did another program through them, kind of same kind of thing. So it's kind of like my whole like being right now is kind of wrapped up in this like just understanding my my being. I want everyone to know that I'm on a journey myself and I want to bring people with me. Like I, I want everyone to come with me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think that makes it better for all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's just my my like, extra buttery biscuit. I like it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I love going on your journeys. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. All right. Hi. Sir Ryan, can you... Um, my buttery biscuit is in no way as in-depth or personally fulfilling. But well over a year ago, I pre-ordered a... Like there's a like an offshoot toy company called Formo Toys. And they're... We're creating a toy line of like specific characters that um, are supposed to kind of wink, wink, fit into the He-Man world, but they're not official. Mm-hmm. Like can't legally. So like, and they had to actually change some of the designs because they were too close to the old characters. But um, pre-ordered those well over a year ago, like um, at the old when I was at my old job, even. Um, and they're starting to ship. So there's just something super rewarding about getting something so cool that you paid for well over a year ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) they kind of forget about every once in a while and then every once in a while they'd say here's some new update on the production line you'd be like oh yeah i'm getting those and i already paid for them so i don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. so i got we got what what was called the early bird kit where it came with like a cardboard castle of this dragon shaped thing and then little cardboard like prints of each figure that you're going to be getting so um that came today so i was kind of excited about that like i didn't open it yet though but i was like oh this is so fun because If you ordered within the first week of the pre-sale, you got this early bird kit. So nice, pretty fantastic. Nice. And I like to bring Carl on those journeys with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all in our castle. So, <laughs> well, my biscuit—I can't say it's buttered or burnt. It's just like I just want to share with you how my brain works because I make myself laugh. And I hope that you guys see the journey that my brain takes with this. And I wish I was deep like Carl and stuff. No, this is my brain. Well, no, people always, they don't know where I'm going most of the time either. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) So on Facebook, I, okay, there's a deodorant. We'll call it gloomy deodorant. (laughs) Not that I think we'll probably make it big enough where they're going to come back and sue us. But anyways... So this is like on, it's like a regular uh, ad that occurs yes, in ours? Yes, mm-hmm. And this deodorant is particularly noted that you can use it all over your body. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar with mm-hmm. what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I have I some think gloomy so. I think deodorant. I know what you're talking about. I, I bought some gloomy deodorant I, You bought well. it? I have some. I mean, Wisconsin, spring, summer, fall, what an amazing time to try a product like this. Right? <laughs> and I'll tell you, the reason why I bought it, too, is we're going on this big nine-day trip up to Upper Michigan. And what more do you need than gloomy deodorant? <laughs> well, when... and some off with DEET. Right? <laughs> so I'm listening to these commercials that pop up for the gloomy deodorant. And it just cracks me up because the woman that has spent her life making this special formula comes on and she's like, 
Study researchers have shown that even after showering, your crotch can smell on a scale of one to ten a five. And I'm like, who are these researchers? <laughs> the like, whiff test. <laughs> the whiff test. <laughs> and my brain automatically goes to this teacher that I had in high school. His name was Mr. And he he was like the all time like biology science teacher that wore unnecessarily a white lab coat. He didn't have to. He just did. And he was always like when we'd have like chemistry or whatever, he'd be like, don't smell directly oh, at it. It's dangerous. You got to waft. And that's where my brain goes mm, is this little geriatric mm. man in a white lab coat that smelling somebody's ass as they step out of the shower. That's a five. That's a five. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's so many variables with that, though. Because, like, what if you scrub your ass really, really well, and then the other person in the test didn't? They just kind of splashed some soap and water up there, and that's but it. Like, like, where where does your life take you on a journey that you've become a researcher for mm-hmm. crotches and ass smells? Well, when I, I, when I worked at Kimberly-Clark... There was a, I never got to see it, but apparently mm-hmm. there was a whole research department that's just toilets and testing oh. what clogs what and what does what. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Did the employees want... come in to test it? There was the, these people. I'm just going to assume they're in lab coats and they're the same type of wafting guy Courtney just described. <laughs> but that was their job is to test the TP yes. and, and what it does. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you, you said, Tiffany, that you bought the gloomy deodorant. Mm-hmm. I as well did. Mm-hmm. I bought the toasted coconut, mm-hmm. and I smelled it, and it smells like toasted taint. Like, there's <laughs> nothing. It's already tainted up it, for you. It is. I'm like, it already smells like, it's It's not. It's not a great smell. I'm not a fan of coconut, so I, I think I have, um, there's a peony and... Oh. I have others. So have others what you're saying, what's your if verdict? we go hiking this summer, we're going to think and know about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I tried, I wanted to try some of the new hippie hipster deodorants that you see so much about on Facebook. And so I was at a store out of town and they had Dr. We'll call it Dr. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy some of this. And I tried it. I liked the smell. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I will not lie to you. The way it, when I sweat, would it sweat, it would like melt and then re-solidify in my pit hair oh. so when like i moved my armpit it like oh. yanked and it was like that's I can't, how the old I can't. gel stuff used to do all the time mm-hmm. so it's like they're using that formula again and i and i but oh. i can't i can't 100 guarantee that it was because of that deodorant because we i left it in the car once <laughs> when we, we packed for a trip and it it melted in the car and then mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. so i don't know if that did something mm-hmm. to it so like i need to try it at least one more time i remember in high out, school but, doing that big like open you're just like <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. And what's even funnier is I I was discussing this with our director of nursing at work, and we were outside on the patio, and I'm, like, talking to her about this gloomy deodorant, and she's like, I actually have the peony deodorant Mm -hmm. flavored, not Mm -hmm. flavored, scented right on right now. Mm -hmm. So she, like, offers me a whiff of her armpit. (laughs) (laughs) I would do that. And you ran to get your lab coat and you lost it. When one presents themselves with their armpit, like, take a whiff, like, how, like... That's a seven. You know, (laughs) you're you're talking about this, and, like, the whole time, I'm just remembering when I was, like, six or seven, 2020, had some report about something. I don't know what the report was about, but on the promo for the episode, it had, like, a person lift their arm up, and the doctor, like, sniff underneath, and my cousins and I, like, peed our pants laughing so hard, because... 
that was not something you ever saw on TV was some nerdy right? doctor sticking his nose in someone's armpit. But when you were talking about that, that was the first thing I thought I was so, like, remember that 2020 commercial? If somebody offered you their armpit, would you smell it? I would absolutely it? Yeah, smell it. Absolutely. I did. I went right in. Yeah. <laughs> no hesitation. Uh, when I, I was about... I didn't want to offend her by not. When I right. was about you know? seven, my cousin was four years older than me and she just started wearing deodorant and one day she came over and she's like hey ryan i forgot to put deodorant on one armpit today which one smells worse this one or this one and the second one was like oh my god it was so bad i almost died it stunk so bad like she was like sweating all day so the one was like deodorant the other one was like three-day crotch but, but armpit <laughs> must have been gloomy <laughs> toasted so taint what's the the verdict on it is is, is, is okay i'm asking more of you tiffany because if oh you... i like it yeah okay um I... well they were giving them well, a you... plug so i mean they're not gonna be mad i mean do you wear no. it when running or do you um i have the acidified body wash oh, that i, I really Ooh. that i really like um and I do really like that. Yeah. And I've used the, like, it's like a paste, oh, yeah. not like a stick. Mine's like a lotion, like yeah. tube. And you rub um, the lotion on the skin? Mm-hmm. And I didn't yeah, use it nice. on my armpits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I would it. love a good yeah. deodorant for my man's stuff. Yeah. Truth be told, because it gets so stinky down there in the summer, and it's all sweaty. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny. I'm with, you know, 10 guys last weekend, and everyone's sharing what their favorite gold bond is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, we're really having this conversation? Well, I reality. use gold bond, the anti-jafe. Well, you know, and they have, like, the ones that's supposed to be for the fee, the ones for this or that. Or half of the guys all get the one that is the most, like, tingly. And that's the one they use for their balls. The medicated, the gold bond like, medicated. And I'm like, really? Is that? Yeah, apparently. Can... Gold bond. I don't medicated think you're supposed parlor. to, but apparently they enjoy I that. I don't want it to tingle down there. No, I don't no. either. That frightens me. Some people like the rush, apparently. Living <laughs> on the edge. Yeah, so that's my like, biscuit. I like it. Mm-hmm. I would call that buttered. Yeah. yeah. Buttered with gloomy. <laughs> the, the smell thing is a little upsetting, I suppose, <laughs> but... No, the the the, 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 co- the toasted, t- toasted taint. I don't toasted know. Taint. I don't know why, but your wafting makes me think of Chef's Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is almond. It is. Well, you know, with her dad, oh. she's got that that chef uh, uh, experience imprinted yes. on her. Almost like uh, almond butter. I'll bring it for next time, you guys. Yeah. There's just something off about it. I do want to smell it now. Yeah. Yeah. But anything like that is just crazy Mm because it smells so different on every other person Mm because body chemistry makes such a difference there's Mm -hmm. things that smell good on me that smell terrible on other people and vice versa the lady's pit that i smelled she says that what you smell out of the tube just like dissipates and then it as it works with your yeah then it like that pH and all the other yeah that makes sense yeah grandma tilly is that you (laughs) <laughs> it, it isn't <laughs> but if it was so yeah i got a biscuit um number one my my biscuit that's just so buttered is uh my <clears throat> excuse me father-in-law just had open heart surgery mm-hmm. he had a quadruple bypass and everyone in the family of course was very on on edge because it, you know, it's a big deal it's yeah. a big surgery yeah but the the buttery biscuit is just how well he's been doing afterwards his recovery is phenomenal uh the guy is just such a fighter too i mean he's just um a really strong person 
mm-hmm. and it's it's cool to see him just like giving the world hell like yeah i just got my chest cut open but you know what i'm gonna do the best i can to no did he have like a heart complication that led to this or... so he didn't have a heart attack but he did the thing where they went in and and, and, and checked for yeah i for the angiogram blo- yeah. yeah and and so luckily they're like oh We've got some Good, major blockage, it, yeah. right? So, it, it, luckily, he didn't have a heart attack. Yeah, but um, he had the bypass. Everything went really well. He's bouncing back super fast. He's given it hell in all the right ways. He's already been up and walking around, and um, Amanda's out there with him. So she she got to be with him. That's and that's Amanda's birthday. It is Amanda's so what birthday better today. News for her too to have right, good, right. So. Good, okay. a good reminder for guys to get to the doctors too. Like, so then, yeah, yeah, go ahead and get checked because yeah. if you can catch it beforehand, that's better. A girl once asked me why I have a physical every year because you're a guy. Like, why would you? Why would you have to go every year? <laughs> I feel I'm like human. In, in my brain, like that, that's more reason to go every year because yeah. you're a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's made me incredibly happy to see how well that went, yes. um, how happy the family is, and. Uh, He's, Do you think he was like inspired or like empowered by you know what Amanda's been through too? Maybe. Truth be told, I think it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Just because Amanda's seen how tough he is, yeah. And it's it's funny because she she can sometimes fall into that trap that we all do, where I call it the pity party. Yeah. And but. She, then she puts on her big girl hoonies and she gets yeah. it done, you know? Yeah. No, that's cool. And they do have a special bond. Mm-hmm. They do. That's no, they're very close. Yeah. Matter of fact, tonight, um, <clears throat> my mother-in-law actually went back home because she was sleeping in the, the yeah. same room. But she went back yeah. home and Amanda's staying there tonight. So they're actually having some yeah. father-daughter bonding. And nice. it's, it's a good time. Yeah. And it, it makes me happy, warms my heart, butters my biscuit. Yeah. You want one buttered biscuit? I would love your biscuit. And a job interview last Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. At our local high school. Not the one you went to. Sorry. <gasps> then that's not our local high school. <laughs> <laughs> but you did have one there already. No. Well, no. they didn't. They never called me. Um. So I. So I've gone on three interviews. Mm-hmm. So let's backtrack just a teeny bit. Uh. One north of here a little bit. Uh. The interview went really well. They called me. They said. It was great. Love you. Sorry, we hired someone else that has lots of experience. And I said, I don't know. Then I went on a second interview. South of us. South of us. Okay. Yep. Small, rural school. Um, did not go as well. Forgot my meds. Forgot a lot of stuff. Like, I kind of feel like it was like uh, uh, fate, right? Like, Is this the one where you did the weird rap thing? Uh, the hammer time dance? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How that didn't get me immediately hired? <laughs> what led um, to that? Like, were they, like, so our next question is... <laughs> so they were giving me a tour, but like schools these days have different times that they call different things that's usually themed to their thing. Oh, yeah. The school I'm working in right now has deer time, and it stands for drop, drop everything, everything and read. And then, so at that school, they're mascot is the thunder and it's thor so it's hammer time <laughs> i was like oh it's hammer time like <laughs> anyway I, I i probably would have done the same thing uh, it was funny i he probably did would laugh. have hired you on the spot <laughs> he did mm-hmm. laugh um 
And they called me and said, same thing. Like, really love you. If there's a position open, please try again, blah, blah, blah. Although they were very focused on coaching. So I had this third interview. Oh, so they're looking for somebody who can come in and be a teacher and coach? Yeah, would I would I would coach. Okay. That, I don't have a problem with that, but like, you know, probably a I football just, coach or something. Maybe this is a little bit of a tangent, but I hate when when uh, athletics overshines the academics oh, of the yeah. school thing. It drives me nuts. Not only that, but sometimes it's socially awkward. Like my health teacher, like talking about the birds and the bees and everything, he was also the wrestling coach. Right. And it was awkward. Like just recently I saw on Facebook, there was a picture of the LSU library and how things were like so run down. And then the LSU locker rooms and how everything looked like freaking Star Trek. Yeah, it was that pisses me off so much. But anyway, sorry to tangent. I just. Okay. Third interview. I get in there, I'm nailing it. Nice. Question, answer, laughs, eye contact, repeated questions, little good answers from other people. Uh, first of all, I would like to say that I also pumped myself up on the way with Lizzo. Oh. And, and I don't know if you've ever pumped yourself up with Lizzo, but it's good. Not only so have I pumped myself up with Lizzo, I have pumped Courtney and myself together up with Lizzo while baking pies. Yes, yeah. with Mm-hmm. I pump myself up with the night court theme occasionally. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of things I use, but most recently it was the night court theme. There was one time I took a shower to the theme of Dallas. It was one of the most energetic showers I've ever taken. The be- if you want a relaxing shower, the opening um, credits theme from Carrie, which is also a scene in the sure. shower, but it's such a slad little soft song. Okay, These anyway, biscuits let's are tell- all over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I have that interview Thursday. They say, thanks for coming in. Um, We have some more interviews. You'll probably know by the middle of next week, which would be yesterday. Yesterday. Um, I get home uh, from work Friday, school with the kids. I literally, this mark on my forehead, I opened my passenger side door into my forehead. Like, so hard. It was instantly huge egg and bleeding down my face. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, Mercury's in the microwave again. Whatever. And I get home, and I'm like, oh, let's watch a movie or something. And I'm downstairs. And my phone rings, and it's the phone number for my kid's high school. And I think, which kid was late for class today? Because mm. it's the automatic call that you yep. get. This is, hi, we're calling in regards to blah, blah, blah. They missed this class. If this is That's an error, really call, embarrassing, blah, blah. though, that you named your kids blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I just, I didn't even really answer it. I was like, what kid embarrassed me today? And I, I put it to my phone and, and it's the principal. Ooh. Offering me the job. What? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you silly goose. You've been waiting. <laughs> us, made us wait an entire episode. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and like the two hours we were hanging out beforehand. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. Um, Congratulations. So I, so I job. It's not official. I have to still like. Uh, yeah, sign contracts and yeah. Well, but. and I mean, from when I worked at a school, it's it's funny because they're like, oh, it's official, but it's not technically official until the school Lord. board mm-hmm. votes it in. But they go with whatever we say more or less. So yeah, hey, what a journey! Like, I mean, this this is inspirational. It is. I, I I'm pumped. So um, I'm really really excited. But I was gonna say something. So say it. <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. Oh. Cripes. You were excited. Let's recap what we were talking you about. You got the job at the place you wanted. Mm-hmm. 
you World are teaching studies. two subjects. Your kids are named blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's their Christian name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Middle name blah. I'm just saying, to mm-hmm. name I your like, kids after like, something. Oh, that's that it. Sex Missy Elliott so good that she calls <laughs> out their name. I mean. <laughs> anyway. um, so I, I, previously to this, like, I, I'm, I'm a non-traditional student. I went back to school. I'm old and I'm tired and everything's hard and uncomfortable. And I have teenagers who constantly test my patience and I'm just so proud of myself for getting through this like incredibly hard thing and I for a long time I was like oh I'm gonna throw myself like a graduation party and then it just felt like I can't do that I'm a student teaching I'm tired I'm exhausted I really want to but as soon as I got that phone call all of the it, <laughs> the relief I felt for having I'm going to have an income again <laughs> um so stay tuned yeah. Wonderful. we're going to be celebrating I am so yeah, happy definitely we have to Party. Now, in the Putnam household, we celebrate these type of events with uh, Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Oh, that sounds magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. We can have that for the next pod if you want. <laughs> well, on that, I think we should wrap it up. Anyone yeah. else want to say something goodbyes? Oh, it's so late. It is. Why are we up so late? <laughs> it is late. It, we got we, a little we, late we, on our We started tonight. pretty late this time, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, it was still. It was the, it was the night about being kids, though. We were trying to stay up as late as possible. Yeah, yeah. And we right. thought how cool that would be. Yeah. Right. And now we know it's not that cool. No, I it's, it's late. Drink my, my prune juice. My butt hurts from this. There have been chair. days <laughs> when I'm like to Amanda, I'm like, can I go to bed at eight thirty? And she's like, sure. And I get so excited. I I I kid you not. There was one day last week. I looked at my watch and I was like, it's only six thirty. I can't get ready for bed yet. But you can. I, I know. I, there are days where I get home from work at whatever time in the afternoon. I put my pajamas on and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yep, I'm in for the night." Which of our friends recently said, I, "Oh, you did, did? Was it you that said the Dairy Queen for dinner?" Yes. yes. I, I'm so proud you took advantage of that. I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was a long day at work. Didn't want to cook. Dairy yeah. Queen for dinner. Yeah. Compliments of Ryan. Are we done yeah. recording? Uh, no, oh. we're still recording. I'm just sure that's a different. Yeah, that's different. Okay. On that note, we're gonna head out and thank you all for listening. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Wicker Biscuit, a podcast Ahoy production. The producers of Wicker Biscuit are Ryan LeMay, Gary Putnam, and Courtney Holland. Executive producer is Gary Putnam. Recording and editing was done by Gary Putnam. Check out our social media for updates on upcoming pods and for clips and other media referenced in this episode. Because sharing is caring, the links can be found in the episode note. Check it out! Thanks again from everyone at the Wicker Biscuit family.